And now, the starting lineup for your favorite Chicago sports podcast. From Butler University, standing at an immeasurable height similar to Sean Bradley. The one always wearing shorts during Midwest winters. On analytics, it's Thomas Pygon. From a college that is as forgettable as Mike Lennon, he is one of 50 Asian Americans standing over 5'10", spending his time collecting worthless basketball trading cards, your narrative sportscaster, Matt Kudo. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Windy City Cynics. Hello, people. You are listening to the Windy City Cynics podcast. I'm Matt. On the other end is Thomas. Say hi, Thomas. Uh, hey. So <clears throat> let's uh, let's kick things off. Thomas, how has your month been? I'm sad. I'm I'm depressed. I'm I'm really really sad. That that was. You were you were there live, right? Oh my god! You you were there at, at the I was Philly there Chicago with, game. Yeah, my uncle got mm-hmm. got us tickets and pretty pretty you, nice you seats know, from the looks of things, right? I, I mean, you know what? I was just happy to be there, but you had the. We thought the game was over when we lost that when we went down on the um, on the touchdown, mm-hmm. and the punt return. Terry Cohen were like, oh my god, we have a legitimate chance at like Yeah, things picked got, up that like, second we got half. This. And then they caught it. They caught it. Or Robinson made that catch for 30 yards. We're like, oh my God, we're gonna win. And I was like, we're gonna win. And then I started thinking about, oh my god, what if Cody Parker misses? No, you didn't yeah. think about that before no, it actually did. happened, I, did you? I I did. I was like, what if he misses? I was like, there's no way he can miss. He can't possibly miss this. Oh my goodness. And then the kick comes in, I'm just like, oh my god, this is gonna be sick. And then like I still, I didn't think he would miss, but like the first time, I mean, when he got iced, I mean, I uh, that that kick went in, right? Yeah. And so there, there was no. I mean, there's obviously doubt. It's not an easy kick. What like forty plus yards? Not but not I everybody mean, can make. You that. still got it. Like that's a makeable kick. You got to make that. Of course, sure. you're yeah. You're a professional. You're you are a paid. You're you're paid to kick a ball, and you don't get the ball in. You know, that's saying something. But let's not talk about the kick right now. Let's just go into the game. Let's let's talk about it, and then we'll break down the other playoff games. Um, I think we should probably start out by saying that I'm I'm a little sad that we ended up losing this game because it, it doesn't speak volumes to how we competed throughout the whole game, especially during the second half. Trubisky looked like a pro out there. I mean, he looked... Trubisky looked... In the first half, I was like, oh, my God, this is our... No, he let us down, yeah. And then the second half, he looked incredible. Totally agree. I completely agree. Yeah, I completely agree. And thanks thanks to uh, Tariq Cohen on special teams and obviously that... 30-yard Allen Robinson catch. Like, those were, those were big, those big play, deals Yeah, it got us back in the game. Of course. And, and of that course. final minute. Yeah. Yeah. But those, all those opportunities are just completely overshadowed by the fact that, well, we missed the field goal. So Philly goes on and, um, you know, to, to what, what we thought and I think we both knew that they were going to lose to the Saints. So it was, yeah. like, just kind of sad. Oh, my God. I was watching that game. I wanted Philly to get pounded. <laughs> I, was I think so, we all I was did. just yeah. so upset that Philly won. I was like, please, just annihilate them, Saints. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, of all teams, it's it's just really sad because so much momentum was being built throughout the season, and then just to see it crumble like that, you were in a bad mood for at least, like, a week or two, right? My Yeah, my uncle, who's normally a very upbeat, positive person and, like, will text my parents, like, every day, being like some inspirational quote or whatever, didn't text them for like the next week following that game. That's so sad. And I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's it was just hilarious that that's that's really what happened. Condolences to your uncle, I guess. No, we're good. Like we're good. <laughs> it's just it's just sad. Okay, I mean, where do you where do you think we're gonna go from here after after a season closer like that? You know, we just lost our defensive coordinator, but. You know, I, people people are still pretty optimistic about this team. Yeah, I don't think that's that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're well prepared enough to you know be able to thrive without the offensive defensive coordinator. Um, what I think this team needs to work on in the off season is they need to get some offensive talent or more talent on the offensive side of the ball. 
In what in what way? Where what position do you think we need more depth in? Um, not like more depth. Just you look at, just watching that game. There was no real like game. Not game. Yeah, no, yeah, game breaking talent on the offensive side of the ball. Ellen mm-hmm. Robinson's good, and you know he's a very good receiver. But I don't think we get he's either he yeah, he's just not a top ten receiving talent, and that's difficult. Our quarterback isn't good enough to I think he'll, help us I, win. Games. He'll get better. I mean. Look, everybody's been beating Trubisky into the ground. Lots of people are talking about him since since this game. But I, I think we both know as a second-year quarterback, you're only going to go up. Yeah, for sure. And I think I agree with you. I think he'll get better. But I, I'm not scared of Trubisky beating me with some incredible throws if I'm an opposing team as of right now. Yeah, for sure. I, I would definitely keep an eye out for more wideouts if they are available either in the draft or through free agency. Yeah, for I, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah, no, I'm just agreeing with you. I see I I'm deviating you from you a bit just because I think Allen Robinson is definitely a receiver I would, you know, hang my hat on. I really I like him. I I concede like he's probably not, you know, in that really upper top tier of receivers in the league right now, but in terms of making plays for us, you know, we're not really like an air raid sort of team where our our ability to win is completely dependent on the receivers mm. necessarily. I like, as it stands right now, I really, really enjoy the running game with Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard. And on top of that, we have a capable enough, maybe not the best air game, but we have a capable enough quarterback that can make plays when, when he needs to. I mean, yeah. he hasn't let us down as much as a lot of other quarterbacks in the league have. And I, I don't, I think that's a credit to him, especially with that weaker receiving core. Yeah. You know? My thing is, you, just on the offensive side of the ball, we don't have that Antonio Brown level player. Like the, mm. like when Philadelphia needed a catch or they needed a play, they were able to. Their, for, their offensive line was incredible, and they were able to get the ball to either Jeffrey, um, Ertz. Like they, they just had a lot more options. I guess is what I'd mm. say. Yeah. Whereas the Bears really need, I think, someone like that, someone that they can get the ball to in crunch time, and that'll get them get them results. I would agree. I would agree. Um, and it, it's just their offense is good. It's just I don't think it's it's not good enough, really. Like there's no one you got there's no one you got a game plan around. I guess is what I'm trying to say as their de- as a defensive coordinator playing against them. There's you no don't think so? Like, no. I, I mean, even Trubis- sorry. Go ahead. Co- no, no, no. Go Cohen ahead. maybe. Cohen maybe. But I was going to say, you know, taking into consideration the running game, you I know, move, moving beyond just like having to plan around the offense. But I guess con- continue with, with what you were saying. Even even that being said, Cohen's very good, but he's no le- like I'm not worried about Cohen like I am worried about Le'Veon Bell. I'm not worried about Cohen like I am um, Todd Gurley in the Rams. Mm. Those like, are good I, points, yeah. And while those are obviously much, like, we're not just going to get a top two running back in the league, I, I think we do need some offensive talent on that end that makes it very hard. That And once we get that, I think we'll be very hard to guard. Mm. Mm. That's that's a good point. I don't that's think... Just, yeah, that's just something I noticed watching the game, that the lack of offensive talent made it hard to, like, all right, we need a go-to play. Because we run all these trick plays, which is very good. Like, it's very smart. It's modern, I mean, it's, yeah. It's very, like it's very well coached. It's just it's uh, it makes it so much easier when you have you can have all those trick plays, but then you also just have a go to guy that you're just like if you get him in a one on one matchup, like he's gone. Oh, for sure, dependency think, is definitely something we can benefit from. Yeah, and I think Robinson can be that guy, and I'm hoping he looks a lot better next year because he did he looked good in the playoff game. But uh, this is this is just one small play I noticed. But there was a catch where he was run out of bounds, or he was making a catch on like the two yard line. Would have would have put us on first and goal on the two yard line. He mm. caught the ball, but he didn't drag his back foot, so it was an incomplete pass. And looking at the play, I'm like, if if we have like a top level receiver there, at, even like Juju Smith Schuster, that's the, that's not a bad example. It's a bad receiver, but he's he's obviously been really good this year. Sure, he's better but, than Allen Robinson. But yeah, he you get someone like that, so Antonio Brown. If we can trade for him, obviously we're not gonna get Juju. Are, are you are you gunning for AB? I mean, like, I, if the price is low, I would try and get him. I don't think the price is going to be low. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it'll be low either. But if no one, if, yeah, I don't know. If you can get in for the same thing you got Colonial Mac for, essentially a first round pick. Oh, for sure. I didn't think I'd about that. Yeah. 100% go for him. But it, 
again, looking at that, we make that catch. We're first in, we're first in goal on the two-yard line. Like We could convert for yeah, sure. Yeah, we're going to convert that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think, you know, with this whole team being that it's so young, and you're going to hear this all the time uh, going forward, but we can only go up. I mean, really, we can only go up. I, I don't see any talent fading away because of age at this point, just because yeah. most – I mean – Oldest player in my mind, probably like Khalil Mack, who isn't even like 28 yet, right? Trevathan's, I think his contract's coming up soon. Okay. Well, I Trevathan's a bit more of a flexy kind of guy. I mean, he's he's, I, I good. Mean, he's not as important as Khalil Mack. Like, yeah. yeah, right, of course. I, I think the key components are going to stay, and in addition to them staying, they're only going to get better. I mean, I, I don't think we've seen, you know, a, a fraction of what Roquan Smith can do at this point, you mm-hmm. know? being that he's such a young linebacker. And a lot of the team is like that. Um, That being said, with the schedule next year, it is kind of daunting, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I kind of downplayed it the last time we talked, but looking at it now, it it is pretty scary, you know? Um, Yeah, it's a a hard schedule. Yeah, winning winning the division comes with with some downsides, you know, having to play Mm -hmm. all those division winners. So it, it will be difficult. But, you know, I, with the team as a whole, as opposed to just looking forward at, our, at whatever our schedule looks like next year, I, I have confidence. I'm not, I'm not concerned, I, I'd say. Um, as, as I have confidence, too, for our team. Hmm. Just in terms of offseason targets, like I said, I think we need to get some talent on the offensive side of the ball. With our draft picks in the second round, that's why I'd go for some wide receiver, some running back who you think can make or break your team. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, this draft, in my opinion, I'm not following it nearly as much as I was last year because, well, last year had a ton of quarterback prospects and, like, that's what people clamor for, like, mm-hmm. all the quarterbacks. Um, but that's not to say that there isn't talent in in this draft. And, you know, speculating about drafts is really difficult, and we'll get into it once the, the draft come, gets closer. But... I, I think with a lot of people focusing on the defensive talent in this coming draft and also um, there's maybe like one or two good quarterbacks, most of the focus is still going to be on getting defensive players and also offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. And so in, in that regard, if there are any top-tier wideouts that we're aiming for, we can probably snag like good value picks even though we have later round picks, you know? Yeah. So um, that's good. Is there anything else you want to talk about the Bears in particular before we move on to reviewing some of these other playoff games? Um, do you how much faith do you have in them to rehire a good defensive coordinator? Um, what did I hear about something with Eddie Jackson, uh, from the Rams? Like you know, the obviously you you know Eddie Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they they were talking about like having him come on as a part of the defensive staff and then like working through that and hiring anybody else that he's worked with throughout his career. I think it's. You know, I, I, the thing about this defense is they're so good on their own. I, I really like, I don't see a ton of like improvement coming about because of. Wait, you mean Eddie Jackson? This Eddie Jackson is the safety. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, oh my gosh. Uh, Ed Reed, Ed Reed, Ed Reed. I don't know why I said I'm, I'm so sorry. It's been a long day. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Ed Reed, Ed Reed from the Ravens. Not Eddie, not Eddie Jackson or star secondary player. No. Um, yeah, I I mean, we'll we'll hire someone. There's there's no doubt in my mind. Like this team is so attractive, and I I think from the outside looking in, it's like a phenomenal team that didn't live up to their playoff potential, but is inevitably I shouldn't say inevitably, but likely going to get better from here. Mm-hmm. That's that's an attractive that's an attractive spot for a lot of coaches. Um, so I I don't doubt that we'll that we'll have a good talent pool to choose from. Again, I'm I'm not in the front office, so I can't speculate on that in that regard. But at the same time, I think like defense the defensive coordinator, whoever that coaching spot ends up going to, is going to play a significantly less important role compared to in years past because now we have a real like solid workable, I mean, best defense in the league this year. You and I both agree in that. Yeah. And and like the improvement that can come about here is is significantly less so than what it was a few years back. Yeah. Um, and so I I mean like, I've 
this this defense is definitely uh is definitely a defense that I have a lot of faith in and that I I don't I'm not people are going to be Bears fans are going to be scared about whoever we hire for this position but I'm not I'm not too caught up in it. This defense will be good next year too. I I really do think so. so. I'm with you too. I were watched a um interview with Matt Nagy. He was like, "Yeah, we knew this would be coming." So and then like he was like, "We already have people in place that we're going to hire." For sure. So, yeah. yeah. And so that made me very confident in the coaching staff. And I was like, yeah, okay. We'll get yeah. good people in. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty confident. I don't think that'll be a big deal. No. Yeah, of course. Of course. And like, I mean, I, I think maybe I'd be a bit more scared. Like maybe if we had gone a little bit deeper into the playoffs, even to the Super Bowl or something, in which case a lot of our coaching staff would be scalped. And mm-hmm. that's like, look at the Eagles, you know, it's, that would be, that would be more difficult to deal with. But yeah. in, in this case, no, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay, uh, so what? Uh, let's start with the wild card games. Which uh, which game do you want to talk about? Um, hmm. I thought the Seattle Dallas game was a good game. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was. I I thought it was a uh, <clears throat> a pretty interesting one as well. Uh, oh, you said Seattle Dallas. Yeah. Or you mean um. Oh, yep, yep. Okay. Well, yeah, okay, Seattle, yeah, Seattle, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, let me pull it up. Okay, yeah. I mean, I don't know a ton of people that were picking the Cowboys to win this one. And I think I, mean, I had we, the Cowboys. Did you? I thought I did. I might not have. We can uh, – uh, we'll, we'll pick up on how the Cowboys fared against the Rams later. But uh, this, this was an interesting game because I, I thought that – it was kind of emblematic of in terms of like looking from the Seahawks perspective, it was very much like it was representative of, of how the season was for, uh, for the Seahawks, I think, because Russell Wilson was making do with what he could. Yeah. Um, you know, those, he, he made, he made good completions to, um, Dixon and Lockett several times throughout the game. And, um, but at at the end of the day, I I think Dallas definitely deserved to win this one, even if it was pretty close, you know? Yeah. um, The way they were able to stifle Seattle's run game, I thought was incredibly impressive. Mm. I mean, Chris Carson could get nothing going the whole night. Yeah, I... Oh, go ahead. So I thought... I honestly thought that was the game there. When you you stopped him from running, that really shut down the Seattle offense. They were able to get, like you said, they were able to get big plays to lock it. He had a uh, 120 yards in the game on just four catches. But I, I, even that, like that, was really the only offense they had going. For them, sure, I think. for sure. I mean, we know how things fared after this, but based on what what I saw in terms of Dallas's defense against the run, I mean, it was like it was like they couldn't get anything going. You yeah, know? they looked good. Yeah, they definitely did, and. If if Dallas's defense wasn't there, they probably wouldn't have won this game. You know? Yeah, it was a close game. It was. It was. I I thought it was good. Like again, like I know I keep talking about Russell Wilson, but I I thought he had a he had a really good game in terms yeah, of like yeah, I mean he was solid. Yeah. When when your run game is shut down like that, it's it's hard to make do with what you can. But you know, no interceptions, um, over two hundred yards. I thought I thought he was good. I thought he was good. Um, yeah. I mean. That's that's all I really have to say about this one. Yeah, I enjoyed watching this game. I thought the defense was impressive on both ends. If you're Seattle, what do you think are the outlooks on the year? And I guess since we know Dallas ended up losing to, what do you think are the outlooks on the next year for these teams? Sure. Um, well, with we'll start with Seattle. Um, I didn't have a lot of faith. I think with the first few games, just look. I mean, they looked terrible at the beginning of the season. We we know they did. They um they didn't get off to a very good start at all and i didn't have very high expectations i thought it was unlikely that they would make the playoffs but as as fate would have it um their their division was just kind of i mean it wasn't it was it didn't end up being that good so um yeah them and the rams yeah yeah them and the rams and and so they snuck in there with uh with that wild card spot but i i think that now sort of looking at them they they might not have a high draft pick, but they are an ideal. They are an ideal team, that to me, like, they're. I I guess what tools that they do have are kind of like going out, but they're not like the biggest concerns throughout the league. I mean, we're we're talking about like key players that, um, that like, 
will will be relevant for at least a couple more years, but it's it's not like they're knocking on retirement's door or anything like that. No, yeah, I think if you're Seattle, I think you got a good. Yeah, I'd be happy with this season. You got a good team to build off of. Chris mm-hmm. Carson finally emerged as your rusher and your running back. That's right. Yeah. Even though he had a bad last game, he was great in the stretch leading up to make the playoffs. He's what they won went, them the last few games to get. Yeah, them they in went the seven and one in the last or six and one in the last seven games. Yeah, Carson had eighty-three yards, fifty-five, sixty-nine, nine, and then ninety, one nineteen, one sixteen, and then one twenty-two. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I mean, that's good rushing. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean. Yeah. You, you were talking you were talking about how you thought like if this team in the beginning of the season how you thought like if this team was going to do things they needed a running game that they can get behind and i mm-hmm. think like uh for sure like they have that now you know yeah for sure so, it'll be interesting yeah yeah i, thought I mean lockett had a good year too with Baldwin's lockett was good most of the year yep and yep, baldwin's yep. back most of the year that, that's a much more formidable team i think definitely i mean we're just talking about the offense here i think they're their defense, I have to admit, is not one I've paid a ton of attention to. It's fallen off from its years of recent years of being just the best defense in the league, but you know, it's For still sure, respectable. Yeah. It's competent, and I, I think like in this day and age, that's all you can really ask for is a competent defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I got to admit, like as much as we're praising them right now, I do have a tough time seeing them get into like a Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think they'll get it into a Super Bowl, but you know, I think they'll be a decent team to come the next year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's football. Anything can happen, right? Like exactly. one play can decide a season. But I I think in terms of like having this team, people people were saying like Seahawks are on their way out. We were I was saying that the Seahawks were on their way out, mm-hmm. but now I I think my opinion has definitely changed. Um, with think, um, go ahead. No, you're good. With uh, with Chris Carson there, and then. You had mentioned Tyler Lockett. I I think like you know competent competent defense, good if not great defense or sorry offense. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's not much that I'm gonna jinx them, but not much can go wrong here. You know, I would I'd expect them to be fighting for a wild card spot next year. For sure, but, I yeah. I think like I think they can do better than that. To be honest, I think with they'll you. be in like, the same position. Honestly, it'll be tough for them to beat the Rams for the first place in that division, but mm-hmm. they they should be able to make a I wild mean, card. I think. Yeah, the NFC West is at this point it's it's just the Rams and the Seahawks. Yeah. Um there's there's reservations to be said. I mean, anything can happen with the 49ers the, Car- and the 49ers are the worst teams in the league. They, just... they they are, but I mean like granted we we understand that uh the Cardinals if if we're talking about teams that are going to get better, like I think the Cardinals can literally only go up from here considering like <laughs> you know, they're going <laughs> to they're going to they're going to give their quarterback tools. But let's forget the Cardinals. Um I mean, you got the 49ers getting their star quarterback back, back, back. <laughs> um, and then who was their tight end that was Kittle. like... Kittle. Kittle was Yeah, incredible. Kittle. Yeah, he was, he was absolutely incredible. So I'm not saying like, you know, oh, the 49ers are going to, you know, edge out, edge out the Seahawks for the second best team in the NFC West. I mean, I don't even know how the Rams are going to do next year. Um, we don't even, I mean, we don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl or not. Um, they're not, spoiler alert. But like, you know, I, I think the Seahawks are a good team that has the potential to be an excellent team uh, barring like a lot of sort of situational things, but you can say yeah. that about any team. So it's, it's kind of hard. I mean, you look they're, at them in terms good. of point differential, they're the fourth best team in the NFC. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're keeping games close, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, only time will tell, but I, I only foresee good things going for Seattle. I agree. For sure. Um, are are there any other wild card games you want to talk about before we dive into divisional playoffs or are Let's you? Let's talk about because... Baltimore, Los Angeles, and Indianapolis, Houston real quick. Okay. All right, yeah, we'll Just talk about both of them. Indianapolis, I thought, annihilated Houston. Yeah. It was twenty one nothing for most of that game and then Really yeah. wasn't really wasn't um uh, so this is another pick I got wrong, I think, because I, I thought Houston's defense would be uh would be enough against Andrew Luck, but um, you know, Luck and Luck and Hilton were like they were good. I mean, they were really, really good, you know. Marlon Mack was incredible too. 148 yards, almost touchdown. He was good. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. Um he got the rock a lot, twenty four rushes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I I think it it said a lot about 
Indianapolis. And I kind of like that because I, I think, you know, Luck is sort of getting into his prime. Like he's not looked at as the guy that's like carrying the torch for Peyton Manning at, at in Indianapolis anymore. Like he's his own quarterback and he's doing really well. I I kind of I kind of like that because it seems like the Colts are finally coming into their own after sucking for uh, since wow. the last time. Yeah, I mean, the last time they were good was when um, was that Andrew Luck's sophomore season? I think so. Yeah, it was it was like his second year in the league or something, um, and it was that was the last time they they made the AFC Championship right against the Patriots. I can't say for sure, but I'll I'll trust you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's nice to see, and I think like, I don't know, it it kind of puts a smile on my face. You live in Indy, yeah. I'm I'm sure you probably like that. You know, the Colts will. will do. My friends drew, drew, drove down to Kansas City to watch them get annihilated. Which was funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor friends. Yeah, I mean, good good for the Colts. Um, kind of sad for the Texans, but go go yeah. ahead. I'm for the Texans. I think their offense is just. I'd say two one dimensional. Would you say would you say that Deshaun Watson was overrated last year? Last year he looked really good in the six five or six games he played. Mm-hmm. This year I don't think he's looked as good to the mm-hmm. point where I might treat, take have taken Trubisky over him. You okay? Yeah, I mean let's let's just rewind and talk about talk about that real quick because I mean, obviously, Trubisky was taken, what, like a full round before Deshaun Watson? Not a full round, but he and, was the first quarterback taken off the board that draft. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, everybody was saying, like, oh, Bears are dumb. Like, Deshaun Watson was clearly the better pick. And who can blame him? Because Deshaun Watson looked on fire uh, last season. But now, I mean, um, he looks like a good quarterback, but I, I wouldn't say, like, not much to go off of right like a season and a half but Mm -hmm. he doesn't look like a phenomenal quarterback or anything like that and again like you said it's his rookie year or not his rookie Mm -hmm. his sophomore year so he can he should in theory only get better Mm -hmm. but if i'm the houston offense i'd try and i would have tried to run the ball a bit more this game um with uh i I think they need to get running back lamar miller i think is okay yeah I, i like deontay foreman i don't I don't give the ball to him a lot, but I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hopkins, too. I think that that was one of the things that Indy really needed to focus on this game was stopping Hopkins, and they did a great job of doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah only I mean, five catches on ten targets. That's incredible. No touchdowns, nothing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for arguably, like, the best receiver in the league, they did a yeah. great job of shutting him down, for sure. Uh, the Colts' defense needed to show up in this game, and they totally did. That's that's what I think, Yeah, you know, went down. And um, their offense was awesome, as it was all season. Yeah, so, watching watching that game, Colts look like the better team. Definitely. Close. So it'll be interesting to see them next year if they can ride that stretch to finish the season into the beginning of next year and really, really look like a top tier team, which they did in the last ten games of the season. They went nine and oh, one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps that I personally think like they're in probably the easiest division in the league right now. I agree with you. Um, and so like I, I'm fully expecting them, especially. I, I don't know what the AFC in general is going to look like next year, but I fully expect the Colts to be back in this position next year, if not better, you know, getting that divisional yeah. buy. But, yeah, so uh, uh, good, uh, I guess good on Indy for winning that one. And then you wanted to talk about... Quick Los Angeles-Baltimore game. Um, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and talk about that, yep. I thought, I thought Lamar Jackson would be able to run the ball a bit more, and really they didn't, and that was honestly kind of the game. Pretty much. Um, I think uh, the Ravens were definitely exposed. Too much was too much emphasis, I guess, was... I, I guess uh, their defense needed to show up a bit more. And, you know, I it was it was difficult because the Chargers have such a great talent pool, so it's... You can't really... Uh, the Ravens had a hard time shutting it down. But, I mean, like, yeah, Lamar Jackson just... He, he did well. Um, not great. Yeah, actually, Couldn't, a solid game passing. Two touchdowns and just under 200 yards like that's okay it was yeah it was all right but i mean you know you're playing go ahead for me if i'm if i'm coaching the ravens i need to run the ball more than 23 times i don't care if we're losing that's what's gotten me here we need to run the ball more Mm. that's 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 my thing but that's why we're done yeah i would agree um i think 
you know, the Ravens have a good offense with Michael Crabtree and I think Lamar Jackson looks like a good quarterback. I think he's going to do really well. I think if they run the ball more, if they keep it close, he can run the ball more and they can run the ball more, then I think he's a good quarterback, which really comes down to that Ravens defense. Sure. And, like, I, I don't know much about the Ravens' defense. I know that they're good. Very, yeah. Yeah, I, I know that they're probably, like, they're they're up there with, like, top five in the league, maybe, like, top three. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would expect them to get better, but I, I uh, you know, it looking at the matchup now, it was kind of hard to justify them winning in the first place, just kind of seeing, like, how things ended up. Yeah, Especially I thought like, the Chargers would struggle, but after losing their game, the first game to the Ravens, coming back, they looked much better. Yeah, they definitely did. And, I mean, I don't know why I just I overlooked the Chargers because, I mean, they had the most Pro Bowl nods. They were a really good team. Everybody overlooks them. Um, but I, I thought it would be – I mean, it, it, wasn't a, it wasn't like a blowout. It was definitely a close game, but it wasn't like a, like a power struggle or anything between the two teams. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that. Um, Me too. It, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I do you think the Ravens are going to be in the spot next year with that uh, competitive AFC North? I think the Steelers. I think the Steelers will be better, and I think the Browns will be better too. So I think it'll be harder for them to get in that spot. Hear me out. Maybe this is like the boldest prediction I have, but I I think the Browns will make the playoffs next year, and I'm not just saying that. Because I, I'd hear that playing, argument, but you know, I I with with the Steelers look. I mean. Jesus. With with the Steelers, I mean, that is like a reality TV show going on <laughs> in and of itself. I mean, there's so much drama. Um, they, Le'Veon Bell's gonna be gone, and you know, people, AB's looking for places, and he obviously doesn't want to be on the team anymore. Yeah. And I, I literally can't stand Ben Roethlisberger. I don't, I don't think he's a, he's a, as great of a quarterback as, as people say he is, or like what he deserves. So, yeah, I, um, which I guess opens the door for the Ravens as well. But, I mean, come on. Who doesn't want to see the Browns make the playoffs for the first oh, time like, awesome. forever? Yeah. Okay, uh, let's talk about these divisional games then. Uh, just start an order, Indy, Kansas City. Okay, sure. Yeah, tell me about your friends that uh, went home crying. They were sad. Uh, I, yeah, Kansas City looked great. There's, what I will say is Andy Reid, to become classic Andy Reid, they were unstoppable the first half, putting up 24, and then only one touchdown the second half. But I mean, they didn't. They didn't need to put up more That's, points on the board. That's to be fair, as they did it. And yeah, what happened is honestly what I what happened is what I thought would happen. Really, I, th- Kansas, I thought you picked the Colts in this one. I I did, but I also I did Colts were my team to go far. But Kansas mm-hmm. City's defense finally showed up, and I thought their defense was always better rated than it actually should like should have been. I mm-hmm. thought their defense was very top tier. Oh, I didn't realize they had four rushing touchdowns that game. That's hilarious. Yeah, Marlon Mack couldn't break 50 yards. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. They were able to shut down Marlon Mack. Uh, Andrew Luck, only 200 yards in a touchdown. So just a merely okay game on 36 attempts. Sure. I, I think T.Y. Hilton still lost. had a good game, but... Oh, he lost a fumble? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. Kansas City defense definitely showed up, but... I, I would accredit this win more to um, the combination of Damian Williams, Travis Kelsey, and, you know, you can't you can't go over a Kansas City game without mentioning Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, they have for sure a really good um, offense. And, like, in my opinion, a surprising running game after losing, you know, their kicker, Kareem Hunt. Damian Williams uh, has been incredible. He has. He has. Absolutely and, like, incredible for them. For sure, and I think like you pair him with Tyree Kill, you know that's that's your offense. That would be a great offense on its own. But then you also have Travis Kelsey, who is the best tight end in the league. I would say pretty undisputably. But oh yeah, I'm close. Yeah, I this great. I mean, this win for sure. I attribute to their defense. Like no discredit to their defense whatsoever. Kansas City showed up in that department. But what's gonna take them far and win them a Super Bowl? is going to be their offense because, I mean, I I just – it's hard to compare another offense in the league to one that's this good right now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, Again, if I'm Indy, I'm, I'd expect to be in a similar position next year. I think they got a good team and they got a good defense, good offense. I think they can only really get better. Yeah, for sure. Colts fans, don't be sad about it. You know, 
um it was <laughs> i i can't say i was i i can't say i was expecting the colts to win this matchup but you know it was it happened <laughs> i guess yeah. uh do you want to talk Cowboys about Rams? yep let's let's go over this one because jesus christ the rams offensive line is ridiculous i i could not agree more this, i could have went for 100 yards that game that was behind the rams <laughs> There were so many awesome... Absurd. He was. He hasn't hasn't played football in like... Other than the last two weeks, he hasn't played football in like a year. I know, completely overshadowed by Todd Gurley. I mean... Yeah. I mean, the fact that he ran for two touchdowns and 123 yards, more than Todd Gurley's 115 and one touchdowns, like, it it shows me that literally any running back on that team will be fine because... It's it's so good. That line is just the best in the league, not even close. Yeah. And like... I mean, we already mentioned this, but talk about talk about a great running game that was just, or sorry, a great running defense that was just like completely inept in this game. I mm-hmm. I thought I thought the Cowboys would have a chance because the the main the main tool in this Rams in this Rams team is their running game, and I thought like, okay, well the Cowboys did phenomenally last game, mm-hmm. so there's no reason why they shouldn't be able to at least compete. Take, yeah, for sure. At least, at least compete, which I think you know they, they did. did. But like, yeah, it was actually a close game. Yeah, but it's I think it's completely overshadowed by the fact that man, these running backs, specifically C.J. Anderson, did so well against such a great run defense. Mm-hmm. You know, which you you can debate whether that's um, more of a credit to the offensive line or more of the credit to the rushers themselves. But regardless, I mean, like. Uh, I think you just look at the stats for this game and you and you look at how far CJ Anderson who was not you know was not like a huge player this season how how great that he did it it speaks volumes it it really does great for the Rams great win yeah um New England Chargers uh yeah so I was surprised at this I I thought I did not think it would be a beatdown I didn't think I, so either and I mean the game score makes it a little closer than it was but in the fourth quarter, the Chargers scored 14 points. Like, the game, mm. and the game was already over by then. Yeah, I so they, they I were was, down 14 to 38 at the end of the fourth quarter. At the beginning yeah. of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I was I was tuned out after yeah. the end of the third. I um I mean, seems kind of cool that they that they did score two touchdowns. But like, I mean, it didn't it, yeah, at it that didn't point. Matter. It really yeah. Um, I I I don't know. I just I expected more from the Chargers because I don't they they showed up uh, against against Indy. Uh, it was indeed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or no, sorry. That was, uh, no Ravens Ravens. Yeah. Against, against the Ravens. And so I, and plus like I'd already mentioned this, but that star studded team with all those pro bowl nods, Phillip Rivers has a lot of experience. Melvin Gordon looked great. I don't know. I, I really just expected a better, like a better showing. I mean, Philip um, Rivers had a good game. Their defense was just nowhere to be seen. Yeah, the Patriots scored all over them. I mean, yeah. really, just kind of like the game was over at halftime, seven to thirty-five. You're not coming back. It was, and I mean, all all that really can be said about this game is just kind of like how much of a letdown it was because mm-hmm. I was expecting it to be a lot more competitive. But I did Melvin Gordon even score? Uh, yeah, he had a touchdown. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had a rushing yeah. Touchdown. Right, but. It looks like he was only yeah he, he, he was 15 he only yards, had 15 they had, yards they yeah. had 10 carries and 19 yards total for rushing. It was yeah I mean that just wasn't it wasn't there unfortunately. Yeah. I I like you said Philip Rivers got those two touchdowns at the end but like by then it was just completely futile so yeah just you know what's fun having Sony Michelle on your fantasy team all year and then in the playoffs he goes for 24 carries 129 yards and three touchdowns. That's Press cool. F to pay respects. He, no, but I mean, Sonny Michelle was incredible that game. I, you look at the, this offense, they had 343 passing yards, 155 rushing yards. When you get almost 500 yards a game, you're not going to lose. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, great great for the Patriots. They're doing what they do every year. It's just show up during the playoffs and really make some noise. So mm-hmm. um, beating oh. beating a team like the Chargers really adds credibility to the fact, like, yeah, they can go to the Super Bowl and potentially Oh, yeah, win. for sure. So, I was very hesitant on the Patriots. I didn't think they looked that good this year, but... Yeah, we both were. Um, yeah, I, I still think they'll end up losing to the Chiefs, but that's... We'll, that we'll talk later. about that. We'll talk about that. Um, um, but, I mean, like, 
Yeah, this wouldn't be the first time I was hesitant about the, the Patriots going into the playoffs, and it also wouldn't be the first time that they proved me wrong. So, mm-hmm. uh, good win for the Patriots. You know, future's only looking better as the playoff goes play yeah, as the playoffs sure. go on uh, for them. Yeah. Okay. Um, Philly, New England, or sorry, Philly, New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, I saw Philly go up fourteen nothing, and I was like, "No, this can't be happening." Yeah, me too. That I was, was my so exact upset. reaction. And then they didn't scoreless right. for the rest of the game. Yep. So I was like, oh, "Awesome, my God. awesome, awesome." Um, better team won here for sure, in yeah. my opinion. Drew Brees was Drew Brees. Over three hundred yards, two touchdowns. Um, running game wasn't, you know, I mean, super good relevant, though. But... Hundred forty yards. Alvin Kamara. Like they didn't have a ton of yards, but Alvin Kamara averaged four point four yards per carry. Mark For Ingram sure. with 5.9 yards per carry. That's yeah, their their running game is still good. good. Yeah, yeah. Their, their running game is good. And um, Michael Thomas my, had a great game. Yeah, my main man, Michael Thomas, uh, well over 150 yards with a touchdown. Awesome. I yeah. I think like that's what's gonna win them if they do go to the Super Bowl. Like that'll be their tools. It'll be the Drew Brees Michael Thomas combo. It's crazy I, to me that Michael Tom the if you just take out Michael Thomas reception, the next most year receptions was four. Um. Michael Thomas Looks had 12, Kamara had 4, Ginn had 3, Josh Hill had 3. No one else wow. had more than 5 receptions other than Michael Thomas. Wow. That is, that is... ridiculous. That <laughs> is Even more than that, no one else had more than 10 targets other than Michael Thomas. They just fed him the ball. They, like, I, I mean, I think he's the best receiver in the league. I really, really do. People, people I, talk too much about Hopkins I disagree Brown, with you. But... I didn't think – I disagreed with you a lot, but I'm hearing the argument more. If you can just feed him the ball like that against a solid Eagles defense – and there's just nothing they can do about it. Mm. It's hard. It's, yeah, he's, he's got a good case for best receiver league. That's impressive. For sure, yeah. Uh, this Eagles defense, you're right, was, was definitely um, good. And so showing up against them is a credit to this New Orleans offense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I personally, we're going to talk about what, what we think our Super Bowl matchup is going to look like. But, man, I have a real soft spot in my heart for, for this New Orleans team. I mean, I mean, yeah, and this New Orleans team, too, this defense has been incredible this year as well. Mm, if you take yeah. out the, their first drive, Eagles first drive, touchdown. Eagles second drive, touchdown. After that, interception, punt, punt, uh, punt, punt, punt. Yeah, I mean, talk about how crucial those yeah, shutdowns were for the, the game. game. Yeah, which is awesome. I mean, really, it would have been – I mean, they scored one, t- one more touchdown, they would have won the game. So, yeah. like, awesome across the board. Speaks a lot of volumes to New Orleans Saints. It, it was like – it was scary for for the first quarter, but I mean, the Saints were the Saints, and they took over. And um, man, this team is just—I love this team. I really, really I mean, love this, this game. Team. Really did come down to that interception at the end. They were on the New Orleans twenty-seven, and they intercepted him. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that's what ended it. Mm-hmm. Oh for sure. Yeah, I mean, ugh, I'm I'm so excited. This is this NFC matchup is this NFC championship matchup is like what it's the game that we should have and it, having it be a rematch just kind of makes it a little bit more exciting for me personally just both, as the, both these games will be exciting yeah oh for sure for sure um i love will lutz i just want to say that on the air real quick like i think will lutz is the greatest kicker of all time and you should definitely reach for him in your fantasy league if you can okay um oh all right <laughs> he's so good dude he like uh, I, I had a loaded fantasy team this year, guys. I had like Todd Gurley. I had Michael Thomas. I had Drew Brees, and my favorite player was Will Lutz. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um so these these conference matchups that are coming up, you wanna make let's just make our picks. Let's just lay it lay it all down. Start all with right. the NFC. Who do you got? Rams Saints. Should be a fun one. I got I think I think I got the Saints. I think you're gonna pick the Saints. Saints. Yeah. Okay. You want to tell me why? Um, I think the Saints first of all have more passing talent on the passing side of the game. You don't think it's like, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here because you know how much I love that Saints offense, but mm-hmm. you don't think it's just Michael Thomas? I I do think on a level it's is Michael Thomas is much better than the next mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. but. The thing is, Alvin Kamara's an incredible receiving talent. Yeah, he can catch the ball. For you sure. can't. You can't. And that—that that I think is part of it too. Todd Gurley is a good enough is good enough receiving, and not—he's not good enough. That sounds bad. But he's good receiving too. He's not Alvin Kamara level good, but he's also very good receiving. 
I think what it'll come down to is Drew Brees being more efficient and more effective with the ball than Jared Goff. Jared Goff has looked... I think he's overrated. I really do. I think he looked good at the beginning of the season. Towards the end of the season, I think he has not looked very good. I think he's a great quarterback, and he definitely has the potential to lead this team to a Super Bowl. I don't think he can compete with Drew Brees, which isn't a knock on the Rams. They can still do well in this game with or with a running core like that, you know, with that offensive line that creates openings for that running for that running core. Mm-hmm. But but like and I don't mean to like take away your light if you were still going on or anything like that. Um but for me like that the Saints offense, just the offense has a phen- like the best receiver to receiving <clears throat> excuse me, receiver in the league with Michael Thomas. And then if things don't work out with him, well, you still got a passing game with Alvin Kamara who can also run the rock. And if that doesn't work out, you can switch him out for Mark Ingram, who is also like in that upper echelon of, of running backs. And yeah, he's good. Yeah. You got Drew Brees throwing the ball, who I think is probably in my opinion, the MVP of the season. Um, if, if not, then Todd Gurley, but we can talk about that later. I think it's going to be but, Mahomes, but yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're both quarterbacks, so it's yeah. it's kind of hard to argue. But, you know, this is a this is a good team on paper and um I know how their last matchup fared, but I I would it's obvious at this point, but I would completely agree with you. It, it my my opinion is obvious, but I would agree with you that the Saints are going to go mm-hmm. uh to the Super Bowl and beat the Rams. So, um um on the over under 57, do you think I'm taking the over on that every time. Yeah, yeah, I would. I'm I'm not a betting guy, but I would too. Yeah, I think. for those out there who are going to bet on that over under 57, 30, 27, the final score will be far higher than that. Yeah, I I think that I think that um the over under is a bit tilted because of their game earlier this season, but I definitely think things are going to fare differently. I mean, yeah, there it's it's the Saints at home, so like. Uh, I I just I like this team too much. I really do. I have a lot of I I have a lot of support behind them, and I I think like that's that's the team that's going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I I could be wrong, and I I'll warrant I could be wrong. Uh, we could be wrong, but I mean, if if I'm picking one, I'm picking the Saints, and I'm I'm yeah. pretty confident in that pick. Um, Pat's Chiefs looks like this will be the if if the Chiefs win this one, it'll be Andy Reid's first Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. He went to. Oh no, it is. It is. Yeah, he didn't go to the Super Bowl with the Eagles. So, what are what are you thinking here? I, as much as I desperately want the Chiefs to win because I am a huge Tyreek Hill fan, I think he's incredible, and I think Pat Mahomes has been the MVP. I think the Patriots are going to win. Interesting. Why do you say that? I think here's what I'm. Here's what's going to happen. At, play at play, Arrowhead, right? Here is what's going to happen. The okay, play by no, play game. No, like, phenomenal receivers or anything like that. I'm okay. sorry. Tyree keep going. Keep... Tyreek Hill and Kelsey are both good. And... No, no, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the Pats. Oh, yeah. Um, keep, keep going, I though. Think, keep going. Yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to go up big in the first half, going to go up 21-7, something like that. And then I think they're going to score one touchdown in the second half and lose the game 31-28. Jeez. I mean, I can't predict that far. I'm not even going to, like, touch that. Um with with the Pats making a comeback like that. I, I have faith that the Patriots can make a comeback because, you know, they always do. But, I mean, I, this Chiefs team just looks too good to pass up on, man. And they're playing just, at home? Yeah. I just think Andy Reid's going to run the ball the whole time. I have I have no faith in Andy's Reid clock management. Is essentially you and everybody saying. else, yeah. right? Um, I, so I guess I don't... I'm skeptical I, betting on this game. Although the over-under is 56.5, and I'd again go take the over on that. Yeah, I mean... um. I can't say I agree with you. I'm sorry, but I, I just fair. can't. Um, I, you know, history would tell you to pick the Patriots on this one. When you're looking at either side, I mean, Andy Reid has never gone this far, and even then, he's been shown not to be super competent at these mm-hmm. sort of games. And the Patriots are always making the Super Bowl like every single year, like clockwork. And so it it wouldn't it wouldn't make a lot of sense to not pick the Pats. And I, you know, even looking into recent past, like how well they trounced the um, the Chargers. Yeah, I. I I can't I can't knock on you for picking the Patriots, but like I just I really, really don't see it because to me, like the Chiefs are definitively and you can debate you can debate with me all all you want with this with this little bit here, but I, I really think the Chiefs are definitively the best team in the AFC. And I, I think it would I think okay. the definitively the best team it'll just be a close game. Yeah. I don't it, know if I can be... pick them over the Patriots in terms of coaching. 
in terms of like, talent, oh, I think in terms of sure coaching, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Andy Reid, Andy Reid knows his quarterbacks. He knows he knows his his players and stuff. And I think both both teams, both offensive. Well, I, I would say the Chiefs for sure are a better offensive team, but both teams are, are defensively capable. It's just like I I think the Chiefs are just that much better than the Patriots. I mean, who? I, I get it. Like Sony Michelle had a great game for the Pats last last time, but like he, he won't have shown, that good a game again. He won't. It, it won't be a repeat performance. And then like their their receiving core at this point without Josh Gordon, without is Chris Hogan out? I I didn't I, I didn't. I'm not sure if he came back last game. Let me check. He didn't make any plays last game. I didn't think. Regardless, Julian Edelman and James White and Gronk are all effective enough. I'd say. Okay, I, Edelman I had think... 150 yards last game. Sure, sure. I mean, Edelman's Chris still Hogan there. Chris Hogan did play. Yeah, oh, okay. you're right, though. He had no plays. He was three catches, 50, 13 yards. Yeah, I mean, like, Edelman's there, sure. Give credit to that. But, like, I, I'm not even going to, like, touch the whole Gronk situation because too many people are beating into the ground that he's getting old. Uh, but, I mean, like, it is something to think about. Like, for me, the, I guess this is, like, this is this is the reasoning for my pick is that Chiefs are good, like, across the board. Like, everywhere I look, there's, there's like, a reason the Chiefs should win. When I'm mm-hmm. looking at the Patriots, and again, like, this is football. Things are situational. Like, I get it. Things, there's, there's variables. But when I look at the Patriots, it's, like, there's questions on a lot of different ends. Like, just, just offensively, I'm thinking, like, okay, their main target is probably Julian Edelman. If he's covered, then there's Gronk. Gronk's been... Uh, He's good great this year but okay yeah. okay he's still, yeah, he's, gronk. he's still gronk he's still good but like i don't know i there were reasons you had reservations before when they were going in right and mm-hmm. like you know it's tom brady it's bill belichick they could go to the super bowl but like with the chiefs i i think like there's i i have more of a certainty there i i think that they're more likely to make it and that's, that's i know last me. week Last time we did this, I didn't like either of these teams, and I still don't. And I don't think I think the winner of the NFC game wins the Super Bowl. So I, I think it's gonna be Rams Saints who wins the Super Bowl. But I do. I think I think I'd rather have the Patriots. I'd rather put money in the Patriots than the Chiefs to win. Hmm. I think I'm not gonna make a Super Bowl pick until we talk about the Super Bowl next week. Mm-hmm. I I kind of want to see how how these teams play uh, this weekend just to sort of get an idea but like i i think personally these championship games have the potential to be a lot more fun than whatever the super bowl ends up being for sure just the no actually yeah i agree with that i think these championship teams could be incredible the chiefs are the best offensive team i have ever watched i think i I think yeah i i would i would say i mean I, I think the Saints are more fun to watch. I'll I'll say that much, but I, I think the Chiefs are pretty like objectively good. <clears throat> Excuse me, in that yeah. department. Yeah. Um out of all four of these teams, I'd say the Rams are are have like the best defense, and I think they're kind of being a little underrated. I mean, I'm we're I'm one to talk, right? Because I'm picking the Saints over the Rams, but like mm-hmm. I I think No, right. go ahead. You're good. I think the Rams defense is actually a little overrated. Mm. They have so much talent on that team, but I mean. No, I, I I agree. I think they're overrated. Like as Bears fans, we know like oh we for sure had the best defense in the league this year. Oh yeah. yeah but yeah, and yeah. like you know they're obviously overrated because of all the big names and stuff. But like you look at you look at these uh, conference championship games, they for sure have the best defense out of all these teams. Um, I think them and the Saints have the two best defenses. And I think you're right. They probably do have a bit better defense than the Saints. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Between the Patriots and the Chiefs, yeah, for sure, have the better defense than Patriots and Chiefs. I mean, like, I get where you're coming from. They definitely have bigger names that like blows them up a bit more than maybe is what they deserve. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just how I'm seeing things. And I, all these teams have, you know, great offenses, uh, with maybe the Patriots lacking a little bit in that department. But even then, they they wouldn't be this far if they didn't have great offense. Um, and they all have com- competent, if not great, defenses. But I-, I would say, like in that department, that would probably be just because we're not picking them. Um, would be the Rams if like they do go that far. It would be because of their defense. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so those are all the playoff games that 
are going to mention. Sorry for the lack of basketball news, but there's really not too much going on um, other than the boogie thing, if you want to mention that, Thomas, which I don't know. Well, and Harden's been having a ridiculous season, but, I mean, he's been absurd. Yeah, he's he's been good. Um, I, I haven't been paying too much attention, but I've he's been making noise for sure. Enough. He's been – yeah, my God, he's been disgusted. <laughs> yeah, I mean – he is on pay. He could possibly match Steph Curry's three-point record. Mm. He's not shooting close to nearly the percentage, but he's shooting that many threes per game that he could possibly match. Let me look at his, his stats record. real quick. I mean, he's been a, yeah, he's been ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like he's had like four fifty-point games in the street. Yeah, yeah. He's been out of this world. Jeez. Yeah. Against the Nets and Grizzlies, like. Well over 55, 58 points against the Nets, 57 points against the Grizzlies. That's and 38. Yeah, that's awesome. 740 points the last five games. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing yeah. against the Lakers as we speak, and uh, it looks like 44 points per game this January. That's nuts. That's nuts. Disgusting. Yeah. He's been ridiculous. Yeah, great for the Rockets. Um, yeah, I mean, really good three point percentages, too. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, I, I the case for him being MVP just because he's been that good is definitely. You think it? You, it's a hard case. Yeah, you think his his uh, his prospect is shot up for their MVP voting? Yeah, I think it's it's between him and Giannis at this point. If the Nuggets get the one seed, I think Jokic is in that argument, but he's not getting as much media. I've I've talk. conceded that Jokic probably isn't going to win the MVP anymore just because um, the narrative is. I've there. conceded that too, but I still want to talk about Jokic all the time. <laughs> I think he should get be he'd be getting more credit than he is. Oh, for sure. I mean, like. You know, people don't know him as well as they know Giannis or Harden, but yeah, he's been playing yeah. off the wall for sure. Yeah. If the Nuggets get the um, seed, but yeah, they've been great. Yeah. Um. One final. Are you ready to wrap it up? Uh. Yeah, I'm good. Uh. What did you want to mention? One final thing I want to talk about. What teams do you want to see in the Super Bowl? We've already made our picks. We Ooh. you think it'll be Chiefs, Saints? I think it'll be Pat- Patriots, Saints. What teams do you want to see? That's a good question. What's your What's your preferred matchup? I, I'm gonna stick with with my probable picks because like I don't really maybe I'm not like everybody else here but like I don't really want to see no well you know what no I don't nobody wants to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl again yeah I don't want to see them either Um, and like I I don't concede that they're the that they can beat Kansas City I I still think Kansas City could beat them but like um the the picks that I made for the two the two teams that I think are going to be in the Super Bowl are also the same teams that I would pick for what I think would be the, like the the funnest Super Bowl to watch. Yeah. So I would just stick with that. I yeah I I would say like, I mean I'm still gonna watch if it's Rams versus New England, but like, you yeah. know I I would rather see the um I'd rather see the the Chiefs and Saints match up for sure. What about you? I'm not a. I would also rather see Chiefs and Saints. I want to see this Chiefs offense play in the Super Bowl. I think that'd be incredible, and I want to see the Saints offense go at it in the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, I'd be okay with Chiefs Rams because I think it'd be fun to see Goff versus Mahomes, even though Mahomes is clearly better. Mm. I, I yeah, I think so and, too. Yeah, but the reason I'd rather have Saints than Rams is I just I don't like the Rams uh, offense. The fact that the Rams' offensive line is basically their whole team. Like, that team is very talented. I'm not trying to take away from that. But if their offensive line is average or not the best in the league, they are not the same team. Mm-hmm. And that's obvious for everyone, but... Yeah, that's, that's a really that, good point. I didn't and think I about just, that. I don't want to see the Patriots at all. I am so sick of the Patriots. Yeah, but you're picking them, right? Yeah, I still think they'll yeah. beat the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm still cheering for the Chiefs, though. Yeah, I... I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I don't think... I don't think enough people are actually talking about. That's a really good point. The the Rams' offensive line. I mean, they're making openings for uh, Todd Gurley. Freaking CJ Anderson, Anderson had a good game. Yeah, that's how you know that offensive line's good. Well, I don't know. Maybe like when was have you have you seen a lot of CJ Anderson? Have any of us seen a lot of CJ Anderson before this game? There's a reason we haven't seen a lot of CJ okay. Anderson before this game. <laughs> okay, okay, good point, I guess. But I. Right. I, I I will concede that you had a great a good point with with that offensive line yeah. thing for sure. So, um, and it, it's nice to know that we actually share like what Super Bowl we'd rather watch together. That's yeah, I agree. That's comforting. Okay, um, yeah, that'll that'll wrap it up for this uh, Saturday, <clears throat> this uh, this Saturday edition of the Windy City Cynics. Uh, I hope you all enjoy watching those those conference conference uh, championship matchups. Should be fun. Uh, Thomas, mm-hmm. I will. Uh, I'll see you next week while we talk about the Super Bowl matchup. All right, sounds good. All right, cool. See you later. 
see you guys star said hey sports fans matt here thanks again for listening to the windy city cynics if you'd like to support our podcast you can do so at patreon.com slash windy cc thanks again for listening we always appreciate it